The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is marketing author and speaker, Jan Zimmerman. Go to watermelonweb.com to find out more. Jan, thank you for being with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Jan, you're the author of a couple of books. One is Social Media All-in-One for Dummies and also Web Marketing for Dummies. So I can't wait to talk about these topics with you. Well, it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to talking to your listeners. Thank you. So how did you come to write your books? Well, I was doing regular marketing. Um, so I've, I've been uh, doing that type of work for, for quite a while. And this was just sort of the next step evolution-wise. I happened to have an agent, and that's how some of this ended up in books. And, you know, so she said, uh, you know, I did some other books on Internet marketing before I did the dummies books. And she said, you know, it's time. Why don't you write about this stuff? And I said, why not? So mm-hmm. that was it. And it's always a great education for me. It becomes a job manual for the office. It forces us to stay really up to date on everything. And in fact, the next um, edition, well, the third edition of Web Marketing for Dummies just came out a few months ago. And we're just wrapping up the next edition of Social Media Marketing All-in-One. And it's pretty cool that you've got two of these books. You know, for dummies is a big brand, one of the biggest brands in the world in terms of how-to books. So it's uh, pretty awesome that you've written two of these books under that brand. Well, you know, it's writing for the dummies books is is really quite interesting training, but it's very good because it forces you to be very clear. And I think people really like the sort of step-by-step process and the fact that they can go in find the information they're looking for, and they don't have to read a book cover to cover. So I think that the dummies have found a very good formula for this type of um, content. They have. I personally really enjoy for dummies books, and I especially enjoyed the books that you wrote, which is why I got in touch with you after reading them. Uh, And like you said, it's not something that you have to read from cover to cover. It's something that you can just dip into as a reference book. When you need a certain bit of information, you just flick to the right page, that is uh, talking about that topic. So I'd love to talk with you about some of the strategies that you've written about in the books. That sounds good to me. So let's talk, first of all, about social media marketing all in one. Why should businesses be using social media? There's one reason overall that motivates all marketing. You use the media that your customers or your prospects are using because you have to reach them where they are. And the reality is that a lot of people now are using social media and the likelihood is that some of them are your customers. And if this is how they are accessing information, this is the, these are the technologies or the methods that you have to use to get information out. It, I mean, it's the same as it always was. You know, the line in marketing is fish where your fish are. And if your fish are on social media, you need to be on social media. So how do we go about forming a social media strategy? 
This is a really good question, and it's a really important one because lots of people just run willy-nilly, oh, we should do Facebook, oh, we should do Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And you really, to be able to do this in a way that's cost and time effective is you really need to think about who you're trying to reach, which form of social media are they using, and what is it that you want to achieve because different social media services are better for some things than for others. So that, for instance, Facebook is good for building customer loyalty. Um, it's not so good for direct sales from your Facebook page. There are some businesses that do okay, but a lot of businesses just find that they can get, they'll get people to their website, but sometimes they aren't the people who are ready to buy. So you really have to think about what you're trying to accomplish and then match the social media service to what you're trying to achieve. And of course, you also want to think about the fact that, um, social media is free on the surface until you think about you know, time equals money, and it can take an awful lot of time. So you want to prioritize where you're going to spend your time. And one of the things that I tell a lot of uh, business owners is if all other things being equal, choose the, choose the service that you like. Don't do something you don't enjoy doing because you will never do it well. And you will always say, Ugh, I've got to go right a paragraph for my blog. I don't want to do that. I'm convinced that a lot of my clients like to use Twitter because they figure, oh, 140 characters? I can write that much. And Twitter, you know, lots of people use all kinds of abbreviations, and then they think, oh, and I don't have to spell. So Twitter's perfect. <laughs> Great, yeah. So um, obviously we do the things that uh, we like and not spend too much time on it. Do you have a, uh, a benchmark of what is too much time being spent on social media when it's starting to get a bit unproductive that so depends on the business if you know what your goal is and you're looking at is there am i getting a return on investment for the time that i'm spending i mean if you're not getting any return on investment it's time to either try another social media service or try some other forms of online or offline marketing because there's no point you know after a couple of months if you've made a serious effort you know, to just keep, you know, putting yourself in there. And in terms of how much time do you spend, you know, the rule of thumb is to figure two hours per channel per week. Okay. You know, if you want to estimate about how much time social media is going to take, and it's not that you're creating content all that time. A lot of it is reading what other people have written and responding because it's very important to keep the conversation going. So. You know, that breaks down to, you know, what, maybe 20 minutes a day, something like that. And that's that's a reasonable sort of rule of thumb for people. Uh, obviously, there are some people whose entire business is tied up with social media. I have I have one company that I'm profiling um, in the next book, and his entire business is on Twitter because he has people. He's a beer vendor at the Seattle Mariners Stadium. And people tweet their orders to him. So, I mean, he's on Twitter, you know, basically for six to seven hours before and after a game. So, you know, it just depends on what your business is. Yeah. But it's time well spent in his case. 
I think so. He sounds very happy with it. I must admit, my business is very social media orientated, and I'm sure as the times move on, a lot of businesses are going to be that way, very online-based and very social media-based. So does the strategy evolve over time? Because these technologies, these social medias, these social networks are always changing. So do we have to adapt our strategy as we go? Oh, absolutely. Um, a really good example is uh, Pinterest. This is the visual um, bulletin board where people can uh, basically virtually stick up images that they like. And it caught a lot of people by surprise. It's turning out to be a great lead generator, especially for people in um, home decor, uh, women's retail, and weddings. And so, you know, you... When a new channel comes up, you have to kind of keep your ear to the ground and say, is this something that I should be taking advantage of? Are my competitors doing it? Um, is there a distinct advantage that I could gain maybe even by being an early adopter? And, of course, with things like Facebook, which changes, you know, every time Mark Zuckerberg turns around, um, <laughs> you know, you have to kind of keep track of what's going there and evolve your things, you know, people can tell if they go to a Facebook page and there's no timeline there, then they know you're not paying attention to your site. So it can give um, a bad message that says, oh, I'm behind the times and I'm ignoring this this site. So you've got to you have to kind of pay attention. There are lots of different social media and social networks out there. If we decide we don't have enough time to do all of them, and we are just going to pick one or two that we think work the best. Assuming we don't have any preferences, how do we discover which social medias work best for us and are the ones that we should be concentrating on? Well, there's three kind of easy ways to do it. One is to go to a site like Quantcast, Q-U-A-N-T-C-A-S-T dot com or Alexa, A-L-E-X-A dot com. And look at the demographics of who's using the site. So the first thing is, you know, make sure your customers are using the site. So, for instance, for a lot of B2B uh, businesses, their clients are using LinkedIn and they are not using Facebook. Um, Facebook has sort of a, a business to consumer, a B2C uh, flavor to it. Um, so you want you want to be sure your audience is there. Uh Older people tend to gravitate towards, um, in spite of the saying that they're using Facebook, they actually still like newsletters. Uh, younger people are using text messaging. So you really have to sort of pay attention to who you're trying to reach. Um, the second thing is to look at your competitors' websites and see what social media they are on. That's always a good clue. And then the third way is you can look at the top users and there's tools on all the social media to find like who, who has the most, uh, followers on Twitter and who has the most, um, likes on Facebook and look and see what kinds of businesses are using the social media the most or the best and having the greatest success and see if there's things that you can adapt from what they're doing that fit your business model. And what social media related tools can help us save time, money and help us measure the results that we're getting from social media? Well, that's another very important question because people often forget 
and I'm I'm a great one. I mean, computers are good for counting. That's what they do. So to not take advantage of analytics, which can give you tremendous information about the success of your social media campaigns. And I encourage people to think about their social media as if it were another advertising channel and compare it. You know, how many impressions are you getting? How many people are clicking through to your website, wherever it is you want them to go? How many are converting in terms of becoming qualified prospects or actually purchasing something? So, you know, probably the easiest tool to use And the most ubiquitous is Google Analytics, which is free. Google Analytics now has a whole separate suite of social media reporting tools that are really wonderful. And I encourage people to use those. When when you put analytics on and you use analytics on all of your social media pages, you will be able to get some terrific data. Um, In terms of time saving, um, one of the – and there's, you know, different philosophies of this, but some people use dashboards that enable, say, something that you post on your blog or on Twitter to also simultaneously post um, on Facebook or as a LinkedIn update. And that can be a big time saver. There are some people who say, well, I've got different audiences, I should customize the posts, but a lot depends on your time and your needs. So the dashboards that are out there are like NetVibes, N-E-T-V-I-B-E-S or Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E or TweetDeck. Um, so those are, those are the most popular and they can be a time saver. So you can get some visibility in these other social media without having to spend a lot of time. So let's delve a little bit deeper into the wider world of web marketing. Other than social media, what are some other ways that we can promote our business online? So now you're talking a little bit about the kinds of things that I discuss in Web Marketing for Dummies, which is a much broader look at um, online marketing. And, you know, I really encourage people not to put all of – some people do, but I really think in general you don't want to put all of your eggs in the social media basket. Um, things can change all of a sudden and turn topsy-turvy. So you want to be sure that some of your basics are always there, Mm -hmm. that you still have a well-optimized website with inbound links. That's You always still have to have a core website or a core blog where you control the message, not where other people's messages are controlling the communication. Um, So SEO is important. E-newsletters are important still, especially if you're trying to reach an audience of 45 or over that, that who are not quite as comfortable with social media. Um, I think I mentioned earlier that text messaging, if you're trying to reach a teen or young adult audience, 25 and under, text messaging can still be very effective. And um, you can do a lot with um, – Optimizing, especially if you sell locally and you have a brick and mortar store and you're, you know, you're wanting to sell in a narrow geographical area, there's a lot of free local online connections that you can make that will help drive traffic uh, to your website. And of course, there's always pay per click ads. So there's a lot of options for people, a lot of options. Okay, so let's talk about, uh, like you said, 
pay-per-click ads and other forms of marketing which are not free. I don't know about you, Jam, but when I speak to people, I certainly recommend, if they can, that they put some budget toward their marketing because you get results quicker, faster, and usually more targeted, at least in my experience anyway. But obviously, the concern around that is... If I'm spending money, what if I don't make my money back? What if I don't get a good ROI? So could you give us some tips about how we can make sure that we give ourselves the best possible chance for a good ROI on the online dollars that we spend? Uh, Just about every form of online uh, marketing should be producing statistics for you. Whether it's Google pay-per-click ads or Yahoo Bing ads or display ads, you should be able to find out how many impressions you're getting, how many people have clicked through to your website. So you're getting a, you know, a a click-through rate and then, um, use your analytics to see if those people are continuing on either to follow through, to sign up for a white paper, to send you their email address, to sign up for your newsletter, to buy a product, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And you can assign a dollar value to each of those conversions. So that's, you know, your best way to look at ROI. And, it, you know, just remember that, that You don't want to just give everything a dollar value of one because obviously in some cases, if you're selling a high ticket item, you know, one sale of, you know, $500 may be paying for all of your month's marketing. So there's not like one number that everybody should, should reach. It depends on what you're selling and how you value the sale. But Without having the data to track it, that's really important. Um, the other thing that people forget is that um, telephone calls that come from the website or telephone calls especially that come from social, from, um, I'm sorry, mobile websites are really important to track and to do conversions on and you need to set up your statistics so you're tracking those as well. And a lot of people just forget that. You know, where a call comes in and they don't, you can, you know, most people, if you ask where they sit, where they found you, they just say the internet. But, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't help, you know, in terms of detail. But it's really important to, to know that you actually are getting, maybe getting a great many leads that are not actually showing up in an online result. But these people may show up in your store. They may show up on the phone. So in the phone inquiry situation, is there a tracking software or would you have separate phone lines so that you know that anyone that calls a particular number came from the web? Are those things possible? Uh, both are possible. I mean, Google has its own mobile analytics section. So it will break out anybody who's come to you from a mobile environment, either iPad you know, or a tablet computer or a smartphone. So Google's already tracking it. Um, there are third-party analytics for mobile devices that you can use. Some are free up to a certain limit. Some are, you know, modestly priced so you can get mobile analytics that way. Um, And many people did use a separate phone line. So any call that comes from their website, it's got a separate extension on it, you know, so it can be tracked that way or even a separate phone number. So there's lots of ways um, to track the mobile contacts. If it's people coming into the store, you tell them to uh, either print out an online coupon or mention a certain promo code 
um, when they buy and you can track, it won't be perfect, but you can track things that way. There, there, are, there are definitely ways, and the important thing is to, to be sure that when you're computing your ROI that you've got accurate data going, going in. Jan, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Where can we get more of your information and where can we buy your books? Um, for more information, they can go to my website, which is watermelonweb.com. And uh, you can get the books right there on the website. You just do watermelonweb.com slash book.htm. Or you can always go to dummies.com and search for the title of the books. Or go to your favorite independent bookstore and order them. Brilliant. That's the end of today's show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And Jan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you. It was certainly my pleasure. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen. Take action. Make money. Make money.